0: Can I have Bali, Mbali, to read the word of God. Hello, can you hear me?
1: The Lord God placed the man in the garden of Eden to tend and watch over it. But the Lord God warned him, You may freely eat the fruit of every tree in the garden, except the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. If you eat its fruit, you will surely die. Then the Lord God said, It is not good for the man to be alone. Then the Lord God, oh sorry. Then the Lord God said, "It is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a helper. Hope. I will make a helper who is just right for him." And in Ecclesiastes chapter four, verse nine to ten, it says, "Two people are better than two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But if someone falls alone, he's in real trouble." Thank you.
0: Amen. God, I thank you for this word this morning. Father, I pray as I deliver your message to your people. It's not gonna about me, but it's you. So Father, I ask you as I stand in front of your people, I ask you God to give me wisdom and give me strength to say what you want to say, not to learn what you want to say. But you the one. Can speak through your people. Amen. Wow, I'm so, this is so loud. I'm so grateful every time to share the word of God with you, Sarepta. You're looking beautiful, did you? I look at someone next to you and said, "You look beautiful." Sometimes you found it very very hard to tell someone. I had that most of the time. When someone look at me and say, you look beautiful, and I'm like, hmm, is that true? <laughs> but because I'm the son of God, I accept that and say, yes, I look beautiful. And very brave enough and said, thank you. So uh, perhaps I thought someone, you said, when someone looked to you and say, you look beautiful, you should say, thank you, you look beautiful as well. Uh, perhaps as we're reading the scripture, I see the people are thinking, is it about the marriage today? Are we going to be talking about the marriage? Oh my goodness. I can see someone that's sitting like that. Oh, it's going to be hectic. We don't want to hear about the weddings today. Because most of those scriptures, they get to be reading in weddings. But that's not what I'm tending to do. I'll go through and with the scriptures... And we'll go together as the church. Actually, the Zulu people, when they are preaching, they get to be louder sometimes. So when I get louder, you just have to get, it's the Holy Spirit working through me. It's not me trying to do that. So when I get loud, just, just chill on that. But we've been talking last week, Alex has been sharing that we should be thought and light. And when Alex was sitting down, I thought, wow, uh, Alex, you're sharing something that we read about it, and we get to be told, but we needed to put it into practice. So I said, Father, I'm here. Use me. I'm yours. As everyone, we want to be used. How many of you want to be used by God here? Yeah. Praise the Lord. Look at that minister. Come all in the front. <laughs> and Alex shared the scripture in Matthew. And the week comes by. There was no electricity at the church. I'll just share the two stories and I'll get to my message. And I thought, okay, no electricity. You know how bad is it with internet? Internet is becoming our slaves, guys. How many of you get frustrated when internet is not working? Uh, Jonathan is the one. He normally called me to come and fix his computer. <laughs> we think the internet takes everything out of us. We cannot pay things in the bank. We get frustrated. And so I don't Okay, I'm not going to stand for this. I'm going out. By the way, I need water. This is my example. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. Feeling better. That's a living water. <laughs> I'll use it in my example. So I went in garage, I garage. Okay, let me go and wash the car and take my laptop and look like a businessman. It's nice, eh? You got your laptop there. But I've got my word of God, the Bible, next to me. And everyone when they come and they think, yo, this guy is got 10 dollars maybe, eh? <laughs> maybe this guy is too rich or anything like that. So I sit down at the Caltech's garage with my laptop, with my Bible. And this message, by the way, it took me two weeks to prepare it. And then probably it's going to be an hour. So you're going to sit here for the next hour. <laughs> So I went and read my message, and I look at the Bible. But there was a lady sitting next to me in the garage. There's a stands around, and there's like a nice chair, and I've got my coffee. And she's sitting next. She's got a tablet, one of those small things, by the way. So she's busy on the tablet, busy than I do. I'm busy opening my Bible. And the Lord told me, wow, she's in trouble. She needs you. It's a white lady, by the way. And as an African man, there's no way I'm gonna speak to that lady. <laughs> One of the first things is the communication, the English. So that might stop me somehow. And there's this part of me I said, oh no, Zolana, you're not gonna listen to God. <laughs> hey, don't go and speak to that lady. As most of us, we sometimes tend to say, when God needs you on that time, we disobey, we say, no, you're not going to use me now. And uh, I keep thinking, no, no, no. And I'm having this conversation with God before this lady. And there was this part of brave enough and say, speak to this lady. And I said, hello, ma'am. And she looked at me, said, Yes. I feel like packing my laptop and my Bible and run away. But because I'm serving the great God, there was no way I was going to pack my Bible and run away. I was appointed on that time. So I needed to be a salt in the light. So she said, what do you want? I said, I look at her and I said, "Oh, how are you? Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> I said, oh, wow. I said, what do you do? I'm asking her. And she said, I'm in a business, man, and I've got a lot of work. So that is actually telling me, don't speak to me. <laughs> Get away from me. <laughs> so I said, okay, wow, nice. And then I went quiet. I said, okay, thank you. What do you do? And she told me. And then she looked back now because I'm really pushing this thing. And then said, who are you? (laughs) I'm like, yeah, there's my time. (laughs) And I said, I'm Zolane, by the way. I said, okay, what do you do? And someone sent me the video at the time of a guy says it. He said, I work for the international company. And then I remember that video of that guy saying that. I said, I'm Zolani. I work for the international company, the Global. And she looked at me and said, Wow! Tell me more! (laughs) And I said, "Uh, We've got hospitals. We've got businesses. We've got orphanages. We're actually owning all things around this world. And she said, Wow. (laughs) And I said, no, I work for the church. I'm the pastor. She started weeping and crying. She said, you know what? Every time, people, they tell me about the church, but I never be encounter with someone like you. I have someone in my life who's been working with me, And my child has been sick. And I've been thinking, where should I get help? I said, let's pray. We started praying. She started weeping. And then we started hugging each other after that. And then off I go. But that is the time where we needed to actually step up and realize that the Lord has called us. And what will happen to that lady I did not bother to ask him to come to church, but I know the Lord will complete the work. He is the one who started the work and you will finish it. So, we have this. As I'm coming and chatting to you, most of my topic, we're talking about the relationships. We are so scared of relationships. We are so scared of engaging with people. But what I want to encourage you, I want you first to have a relationship with God first before you can have a relationship with the others. I always look around and see the people on the street. There's the guys, we call them paras in Zulu, the beggars on the street. How many times have you stand in the robot and look at that person and you don't smile to them because I've got nothing to do with you? If I'm not going to give the smile, but I want to look at you and say, how are you? Because you are the of the image of God. So, we're going to go through the scriptures now. And we have another incident happen as we're walking with Christ. Anthony, black man, we went to have a coffee one of the restaurants with a meeting. So, Anthony came and then a rush in the morning, you know when you've got kids your life is busy. And it takes everything. So, we get to a restaurant, we sit down, we met this lady, and I left my wallet, first of all, it's the first time meeting this lady, you cannot ask her to pay for your coffee. And I'm hungry, <laughs> as usual, food. So I get from that place and I'm thinking, wow, God, I'm hungry, I'm, I'm praying, randomly, Lord, provide, and... I look in the car, I've got 50 rand. I ask Anthony, he's too broke, he's got no money. <laughs> I say, Anthony, do you have money? And Anthony said, no, I don't have money. I said, oof, that's a big problem. So we get in the place there, at the restaurant, we sit down, and we met the lady, we had an amazing discussion of the Lord's stuff. And we're having this conversation, and I'm thinking, I'm hungry. So I said, Lord, you will pay for this bill. <laughs> I've ordered the sandwich and the coffee with knowing that I don't have much in the pocket. So I, I left like that, and then we have this conversation, I'm thinking it's paying time now. And I don't have. And the waiter, she walks, and said, some lady was sitting right at the back of the corner. She paid your bill, and then I said, what? <laughs> Isn't that God, guys? I stand up and I wanna chase and look for that lady. I don't found her. And I, I wanted to say thank you, lady. You I was hungry. You feeded me. Isn't Jesus say that? And I'm thinking, what? It sounds like a miracle to me. And then Anthony stands there and like, oh okay, thank you. That's sort it. <laughs> We're out. And we walked there, we saw the lady, what do you call this in English, the white thing? Uh, When you were broken, you broke your legs? A plaster. Cast, yes. And then we call it Ukonkolo in Zulu. It's a very complicated word. And then we saw this lady, and then we said, in Jesus' name be healed. She smiled and said, thank you, I receive. So, as we walk, Anthony said, yo man, we, we better do this we needed to actually get out in the street. We needed, as a church, not sit in our corner and hide, but the Lord is actually calling us in different areas. Yeah. You may not do as I do, but there is a certain point where the Lord needs you. I always chatted to my wife as a nurse. She thinks she does not do much in the church, but I say, as you engage in those patients, you speaking in life over them. Yeah. Yeah. In the business area where you are, in construction, might very look very difficult. In construction, I had so many guys telling me, "I want to bang those oaks in construction." But putting their respect over them, there's a relationship there. They're not gonna be the same again. Let's look at the word Isaiah 40, verse eight. It says the grass wither the flowers fade, but the word of God stands forever. Yeah. Yeah. What I'm here, I know I can tell you all sort of things, but the word of God stands forever. It will never change. We can go any country, go to Canada. Go to England. I've never been in England. I wish I can be. I can go anywhere, but the word of God will be the same. I want to look at this. I was chatting to my friend as I was preparing this. And as I said, it's found very weird to chat to the church about their relationships. Because they know these people. Man. They are old. <laughs> they've, they've been through all sort of things. They are young. <laughs> but it makes me wonder. The world have told us how relationship looks like. It's about the feelings. But... That's not how the Word of God is telling us supposed to be. How many of you want to have a healthy relationship here? With God and with people. I want that. How am I going to reach to the people if I don't have a healthy relationship with them? How many people you are sitting down here, you don't have a forgiveness because of the relationship? You get not to see things. You clash. And then it takes away the relationship. God is turning at the beginning before what he was saying. He wanted, there was a son and the Holy Spirit. That was a relationship. And he created Adam. We see relationships. And I want to chat something. It really strikes me. I was talking, a friend of mine, Simpiwe, and As I go through, I've got this demonstration. I like it because you know what? I want to treat you like kids today. Like Sunday school. I want you to come up with... Church was fantastic! But I remember something. There was something. And then I want you to take this with you. It either speaks through your life... Or it speaks to someone's life, I always don't like to say, I wish he was here, or I wish he was someone here. No, it, it's for you. Yeah. Yeah. So we chat with my friend, and then I'm like, whoa, we're talking about the book of Genesis, the creation. And I was laughing and jumping. Because to tell you, can I tell you a secret? I actually get to know God because of that book. I get to be a believer because I read a few lines and then I said, Wow, this is amazing. God said it's, let be the light, and God said let be the animals, and God and then I thought look around and I say there's someone definitely, there's no man could make the grass. There's no man can make Zolani as I am. Never. We are standing on this ground as it is and the force of gravity is pulling me down. There's no man will do that. I sleep 24 hours. And then I'll be able to turn left and I'll know if my wife she's around here. I'll know. Oh, there's no man can be able to do that. I want to say amen. amen. You don't agree? Jesus. These people, they don't want to listen. <laughs> I'll just go chapter one, and then I'll skip, I'll be there, Genesis, and throw it. You take it, or throw it in your face, anything. And then, the Lord, I want you to help me, church, here. Actually, as a, let me go back here, so you can get it. We chatted with my friend. We discussed something that was very interesting. God said, "It's good." Every time when He created, He said, it's good. It's good. It's "Good." What does He it say? It's good. Okay, you get it. There you are. There you are. I get you. Get you. So I wanted to. After saying this, you say it. The Lord said, "Let be the light." And there was a light, and God said, "It is." Well, there you're picking it up. (laughs) God made the ground, the land, the water, the sea, and so it was good. There was mimos, there was a tortoise. There's all those things in the sea, and He said, "That is Zolan version, by the way. It's not in here. Okay, there is some of it, but I'm making it for myself about tortoise and things like that. It's not here." God made all sorts of white animals, Pumba and giraffe, and everything, and they reproach more, and he say, yes. that, that's number three. And then he makes the veggies for us, for our souls and spirit, like to eat it, so we can be fed out. And he said, Yeah. He made the sun and the light. He realized it's dark here. And then he said, oh, You're getting it. And we discover this now. When God said, It's not good. God himself he for the six days, he been saying it. It's, he creates this, he said, it's good. And we discover now we're gonna skip chapter one and go to chapter two. We discover God when you say it's not good. Well, hold on, you're getting it, girl. <laughs> hold on. I wonder why God why say it's not good on that chapter. Hey. I'm sure God will create Mandy and then said, Ah, that's good, eh? Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Very good. But there was a pause there. A bit. And let's look at there. And then the Lord said, It's not good. It's not good. For the man to be. Alone. Okay? We're not talking about marriages here. I'll pick you quickly. I will make a helper who is just right for him. Who is just what? Okay? God says it's not good when He's actually creating the man. The reason he's saying that because he needed there would be someone who would be a helper in your life. You need a helper. Not in marriage, but you need a helper in your life. I cannot do this by my own, but I need the people to walk with me. But he realized it. He said, come on. Even. I want to have a relationship with you as a helper. I need you. You need me. We need each other so the gospel will be fulfilled. If the gospel will be preached right here at Sarapta, it will not going to expand. But the gospel is needed to actually leave this place and go out there. We are called to be disciples of the nation. I want to go three points. I can see I'm running out of my demonstration. I'll skip all things. God wants relationship for you. Say, God wants relationship for me. God, who doesn't want God's relationship here? Nobody. Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other to succeed. If one people fails, The other can reach out and help. But one who fails alone is really in trouble. We need each other, church. We need each other. We cannot do this thing by our own. We need one another. I want to look back again in Genesis. And I'm just going to skip this so I can get quickly to... My demonstration. Adam has placed, God has placed Adam in the Eden's garden. He placed him there. How many of you are still complaining that you have been planted at Sarreta? I don't like it because they're singing like this. God has actually got the purpose and the plan to bring you in this church. He planted you at work for the reason. Things getting hot. It has got the purpose for your life to be where you are. It's not a coincidence or anything that you, where you are. It's because God has actually brought you there. How many people are fighting with God because you said, I'm not comfortable where I am. God is saying, no, 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 no. Don't tell me that. Where you are, I'm actually helping you to find your purpose and grow. Why are you fighting with me? Adam did not choose to be in the Eden. God actually, he had no option. He was placed there. Whenever God places you there, he'll give you the provision. It's not enough. I don't get paid a lot of money. My business is not successful. No. No. God, He provides on His idea. He's the one, as He placed you there. He's the one that is doing provision, not you. Relationships, we get to lose the identity. We don't know who we are. In Adam, in the Eden, God, Adam was being told. Who is he? He was made in the image of God. I want to go through a few scriptures of realizing, don't let devil rob you and tell you that you are not a person. When you are alone, you don't have anyone around with you, devil will take the opportunity and rob you. People, they must actually know their identity, who they are in Christ. We are confirmed, we have the image of God. When we move around this place, the mountain's moving, we come and bringing light in this world. So don't let people rob you and tell you, uh, "Let the devil come and tell you, "Oh, you are too fat." No, 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 no. That is a lie." Actually, God will say, "You are not too fat, you're just an increase of God's image.
1: Yes
0: please. (laughs) I wanna land with this. This this really strikes me. This are people. This is us. We are the vessels. It, it, God actually liked us. He want to protect us. He want to take care of us. But we are full of things as people. Full of tellers, Full of people prove, like they're telling us all the lies. We've got all things that is troubling us to get closer to God. And we are worried of finances. We've got our marriage are not working. And then we have, what is the thing that troubles you to come closer to God, to have a relationship? Tell me, church. What other things that is really troubling you to spend time with God? Finances, people, they complain because they are grumpy. Where is God? Uh, sort of things like that. That is really troubling you. We are full of things. Full of things that really don't have to be with us. We are actually... That is causing us not to have a good relationship with God. All those stuff. We don't need that. We need a living water. We've been chatting. Higher. Oh, you're too short, eh? <laughs> Thank you. Can you see it now, Bob? Good. Thanks, Alec. How are we going to get rid of all this? It's by spending time reading the Word of God. That's it. We come to church all the time, Monday, Tuesday, Saturday, and then we read the Bible, and then it looks so juicy. Oh, it's nice. Those things are there. You wonder why you're not part of any home group. You're not part of anything. Because you just like it. You are a warm Christian. I'll read the Bible because when it suits me. You need to read the word of God anytime. You keep coming to church. And then we have you every Sunday. We're praying for you, but there's nothing happening. And we're thinking, we're cracking ourselves as pastors. We want to beat you to death. We are preaching the ministry. We're thinking, what is going on with our congregation? Because you don't want to go and look for yourself. We pour more living water. As we pour more living water, these things are, are going. We've got... God is taking care of those business. Because we're spending more in the living water. More! Now you don't have to worry about Jesus of your finances. God is taking care of it. You've got people that are worrying you. They started to go away out of your life that they are telling who you are. And then we get time where our life just pause like this. We've got a bit of the wage and then we get tired of the journey. We don't want to speak about it. And we, we just pause forever because it seems so difficult. And it, it keeps going. That. Now we are full of the weight. When the devil comes, he can't do nothing. We can't put this back. It will float right here. We can never if. Because the devil comes to your life and trying to speak and tell you you are not so good. You are not, you cannot... There's people, they say they're introverts. They don't want to spend time with people. They are, no, I want to go and study by myself. I'm not going to be a part of any home group. I'm not going to go to church because I just wanted to be in my own. That's not how it is. We need each other. When there's time, when devil comes and brings all those lies to you, you need people... Like Zolani, I've got the writers. I'm preaching to tell you, listen, Alan, that's not in the word. Let's take it out. As you're worshipping, as they're leading us in worship, the worship speaks through your life and say, no, 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 no. This is not good for you. You've got to take it out. I want to live like that. For me not to be burned out, this is the only way I want the change. I don't want to have things that is troubling me, but I want to live in the godly way. I want to stand for my father and the one and say, Lord, you are amazing. I don't know about you, but I want to pray. I want to put this point. If God is not enough, no person will ever be willing to be. If God is not enough, there is no one who will actually fulfill you and make you happy and rejoice. How on? Now, if you've got things that are troubling you, I want to pray. As I pray, I want you to go back home and say, Lord, I want to dwell in you. I want to read the word, the sickness. I believe, here yeah, I'm speaking to someone here yeah, who is sick. If he's actually gets come here, yeah, we pray for him, it will be gone in Jesus' name. So, church, my conclusion this time. Let's not walk with the relationship around of this world what is telling us. But let's find Christ first in us. So the world will see who is Christ. So let me close my eyes and pray. Holy Spirit, I know, I preach these things because I've went wrong as well on other times where I want to put myself before you. So this morning I pray to my brothers and sisters that we can walk out here and don't feel alone, but knowing you are around with us all the time. Father, pray for the widows, people who have lost their husbands in this place, that they may know that they are not alone, but they have Jesus Christ in them. I pray for the broken marriages. Lord, you are the one who restores. You are the one who brings things together. And I pray for people who have actually decided that i got nothing to talk with my families. God, you have placed our families in our life for the reason. We never chose to have bad families. But Lord, can we bring Christ in them? So as I pray this morning, Lord, I want to glorify you and lift you higher. Holy Spirit, come right now. I speak to someone who's sitting here who's not well, emotional. I speak to someone who actually found him very hard to forgive. And I ask that in Jesus' name. All that, you take it, Lord. Oh, Lord, I love you and I trust you. Lord, I'm here to just pass your message. So, what we do with it, it's up to you, God. So, now I surrender myself and say, It's your ministry. Take it over.